Hello and welcome to HBC's M5 Podcast. It's that time every Monday where we talk about the music, the ministry, the mission, yesterday's message, and anything else that is on your mind. And I am your host, John Wilson, and I'm here as always with our audio engineer extraordinaire, Miss Becca Smith. Welcome, Becca. And two special guests, uh, our student pastor, Blake Powers. Hey, everyone. Hey. And our worship pastor, Mr. Kevin Bragg. Hello, hello. And we are coming to you on a on a special uh, men's podcast. You guys missed the warm-up to this podcast where we were just talking about all things men's ministry because it's it's an exciting weekend coming up. It is our second annual uh, men's uh, forged men's mm-hmm. weekend number two number two I mean look anybody can do something once but this is the second it's one the second <laughs> one <laughs> uh, and and we're just super excited about it and we're doing this podcast because we, we want to give you a little bit of a behind the scenes if you're listening um, and you know and you and you're a man you're you're invited uh, mm-hmm. yeah and we and we want you to hear and and know what's going to happen and we've actually extended the the sign up through the end of the day today today is uh, Monday the 29th um, just in case you're listening to this for like two weeks from now and you're like I heard him talking about a men's men's weekend. I want to go. Today is Monday the 29th. So this coming weekend, we're doing the men's weekend. And we've extended the sign-up that was supposed to close yesterday through the end of the day today because we're hoping that more of you guys will sign up. And and if you're a lady listening to this podcast, if you have a a son or a husband uh, or a brother or a neighbor, uh, we, we want you to know a little bit about uh, what's happening this weekend. So don't turn this off just because uh, you're not planning on coming to the men's weekend. Give this a listen and listen to what we're going to be talking about this weekend and be thinking about um, the, the, mm-hmm. the people in your life that would benefit from this. And I, I would challenge you the way that Megan you know, challenged uh, everybody in both services yesterday when she said to just look at a chair and, and pray for that person that you know that should fill in that chair. I would say the same thing about this. Like, as you're listening to us talk about what's going to happen uh, this weekend for the men's weekend, don't don't just be thinking, mm-hmm. "Hey, I've already signed up," or "Hey, this doesn't apply to me." But be thinking, "Who is it that God has placed in my life that would really benefit uh, from this men's weekend?" And let me let me go from here from listening to this and challenge them to mm-hmm. to sign up and to attend. So before we jump into the men's weekend, though, I, I, w- I wanted to talk about a couple of things from yesterday. One, I wanted to talk about uh, yesterday's message. Man, what a what a great message. What I've so enjoyed this this time in John. And uh, I wasn't, uh, I hadn't looked at the sermon outline for the next few weeks. Uh, and so I wasn't sure how many verses Aaron was going through. And then he stopped it at 20 and I was like okay we're going to do it. we're going to do eight verses this morning and I was like this is going to be this is going to be good mm-hmm. because there's some stuff we've had to move through more quickly uh and man I love the pace when we just when we just slow down and we dig into every every single verse yeah me too yeah me too. makes a big difference we've I think we've we've learned we've we've taught ourselves to to study like that as a church and and when we don't do it it's kind of like oh man I feel like we're missing so much I feel like we're missing so much meat. And so when when there's just, you know, five, six or eight verses for a Sunday morning, it's like, all right, I know we're gonna I know we're really gonna dig in and we're you gonna You can hold that this. diamond up to the light yeah. and, and look at more facets and really get in. Yeah, Not to mention we got out early, which really messed <laughs> yeah. us up, you know. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Like what do we yeah, do now? Where, yeah, where, I have an where, extra where, four where minutes. Now? Yeah. 
But yeah. No, I and one of the things that I, I loved so much in that, and maybe we could just talk about for a second, is um, I don't know. I, I, I think sometimes when you dig into a text, like something can just strike you differently. It's not like it's something that you you didn't know, like cognitively. It's it's not mm-hmm. like, oh, man, this was yeah. just this huge revelation. But I just, I just hadn't thought about, and Aaron pointed out so clearly, like everybody that was listening to what Jesus was saying in this, in this moment in both John chapter seven and John chapter eight, like you're talking about an entirely Jewish audience. You're talking about people that were here, that were there for the festivals. Uh, You're talking about the same audience that heard him say, you know, I am the living water. And now he's saying, I'm the light of the world. And I, I just love how Aaron pointed out that like every one of them would have known exactly what it was that he was claiming this you know we read it on the page and we're and we're trying to like mine out what the meaning is for some of these mm-hmm. things but it would have been so plain i think to the people who were there what exactly who it was that jesus was claiming to be um and yet some of them and yet some of them still reject him mm-hmm. and and uh, man I, I that just struck me I, i'm curious if it, you know you guys thoughts on that I'm curious if there was any other like big things from yesterday's message that that you took away but for me that was the thing that i was like huh you know i i hadn't really i hadn't really thought about it like that right you know i've always when i have studied and when i've taught i always look at okay i could be anybody in this story except for jesus um, <laughs> don't want to do <laughs> That's that. a good bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, when you look at the people that are sitting there listening and then you look at the posturing of the Pharisees, yeah. all through this, it's like they were not laying down their argument. They yeah. were, they were holding so tightly to their belief, their sincerely held belief, the fears that wrap that belief up, mm-hmm. you know, it's like they just could not see that this would be the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And they were locked and loaded. They were not going to change. And then Jesus does this mic drop, you know, that just says, you need a witness? Well, here's dad. Yeah. You know, the father and I are the witness. This is, I am who I say I am. I'm mm-hmm. the light of the world. And, and, and like Aaron said yesterday, not to mention they have all of this stuff that they have seen with their eyes hmm. and yet they don't believe. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and so where am I in that? You know, <laughs> How, where's my belief in that? Right. They're, they're in a um, connect group yesterday. We started um, studying the tower of Babel. Um, and one thing that I never quite thought about, it's the exact same thing that you're talking about, John. Like whenever you slow down long enough to really study the word and like hear the Lord, speak to you through it. You take the time to read the words carefully and, and mm. really feel like, like you understand and comprehend what's being communicated. Um, it, it, he, he just speaks to you and shows you something new way that you're saying, like you just, it's not that you didn't know it beforehand, but he brings new light to it and new yeah. color, new vibrancy to it. And we were talking about like the false, the false security mm. of this tower that these people were building, right? Yeah. They had been commanded to disperse and, and, and to carry out this, this order that the Lord had given them in the garden, but they decided, Hey, let's, let's all band together, right? Let's, let's create this tower, this place of security so we can all, you know, make a mighty name for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And it just, as you were speaking, that reminded me of just these, these false securities and these false things that we run to, right. um, even arguments like the Pharisees, even constructs 
um, sometimes, even thought patterns and thought lives or anything like that where you think, man, for me to follow Jesus and to really accept what this guy has to say, I've got to let go of this other stuff. And even though I might be wrong, I've lived like this for a long time, and this is really comfortable. And even though it's broken and it's probably messed up, <laughs> it'd be it's way easier for me to stay here than to actually lay that down and to adopt what this man is is asking me to. Um, so I'm I'm right there with you. That was one thing that just struck me to where it just like gripped my heart, especially as we shepherd and lead people um, when we love them and we we see them sell themselves so short, so consistently um, for for something that's so far less than what the Lord would have for them. Yeah, it's it's so interesting because I, I mean I do think that the application is is super clear, you know, for our day and age too, right? Is that you know we have this obligation to to share who Christ is and to tell people, but at the end of the day, that the evidence is not you know it's not always what's going to convince somebody. Like I mean, these people mm-hmm. had all of the evidence that anybody could have with their own eyes, and they were still unwilling to believe. And, you know, we just recognize that belief is a gift from God and belief is, and faith is the beginning of the journey. Like it takes, it takes some faith. It takes some going, okay, this doesn't fit into my, you know, my list of things that I believe, you know, it doesn't, it's in a lot of cases is against some of my, you know, things that I like about my life, enjoy about my life, things that I have highly valued up until this point in my life. And so I think it's only reasonable for us to understand that it requires faith for somebody to depart mm-hmm. from what they've held on to to embrace something new. And I think sometimes we just we get defeated too early because we we see, you know, that people don't want to believe this thing. And we're like, man, I've told them everything that, I, that right. needs to be told. I've, I've showed them where it is in the Bible. Like I've given them all of the evidence and yet they still don't want to believe. Well, I mean, you know, these people had Jesus in the flesh, you know, <laughs> right. and and they saw his miracles firsthand. Um, and yet because of the position of their hearts, you know, because of their unbelief, because they had decided already mm-hmm. to be in unbelief, they they couldn't, I mean, they couldn't take the proof from the Savior himself. And so right. I think sometimes that that should be instructive for us as believers as we seek to yeah. share with others, as we think about our own faith and our own belief, and just recognize that sometimes our hard-heartedness, you know, it just it just causes us to not be able to see things mm-hmm. that are clear and obvious. And when we, we teach through it in Scripture like that, and we look at it, and we're like, how could they not see this? And yet, you know, that's right. that's us, that's ourselves sometimes, right. oh, yeah. um, and it's people around us. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really instructive, but it's also encouraging. It, it, it tells us that, you know, that faith is what's needed. Belief is what's needed, right. not convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, right. the, the convincing, it, it doesn't do much. Once you've laid out all the evidence, what you really need is what you really need is faith and belief. Right. So, uh, man, I, I I loved it, uh, Aaron. If you're listening to this, we're we're just appreciative mm-hmm. um, of your of the time that you spend in study and and how you share um, the things that the Lord has laid on your heart with us and and do it straight from the text. So, I think we were all blessed by the by the yeah. teaching of yeah. God's word yesterday, and we were blessed by the by the music yesterday, Kevin. Since I've got you here, mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted I wanted to point it out and. Look, I also I need to do another shout out, Joshua Bunner. Uh, you know, we we say we take questions from the audience. Normally, we like people to submit them via a form. Uh, Joshua Josh Bunner over at uh, Shine, he leads our Baltimore partnership. He he just had me in a in a in a private setting where we were together with our families, and he was like, "Look, I got to ask you a question about your podcast." And I was like, "All right, what is this going to be?" Yeah. 
And he's like, how come you never get to talk about the music? And I was like, ooh, ooh shots fired. Yeah, wow, right. okay. So yeah, we're going to be like that. So, I, so we've got Kevin here. <laughs> Josh, I'll pay you later. No. <laughs> yeah. Your check is in the mail. So we've got Kevin here. And I thought we would talk about the music for just a second. Because yeah. one of the reasons we, mm-hmm. we don't talk about it as often is, it, whether you know this or not, uh, that's not one of my giftings. And so, you know, it's like asking, you know, uh, a person yeah, who... Know. John plays a pretty mean tambourine. Okay? Uh, no, I I'm do not. You, he's got strong wrists. Uh, yeah, but I have no rhythm, so um, you know I can play the tambourine, but not uh, not on beat, uh, which is one of the reasons <laughs> why oh, okay. why I I don't comment maybe the triangle often. maybe the triangle okay <laughs> on our music because I enjoy it I love I love music I love worship music if you guys mm-hmm. know me yeah. like I I love tons of other Christian music I love uh, Christian rap I love uh, a lot of heavy metal Christian music it's true. so it's true um, but I don't comment on it a lot because I <laughs> lack talent and any ability to do that so we've got you here kevin and and one i just wanted to say man it's it's been such a blessing uh to see all the people that the lord has been bringing yeah, to our indeed. music ministry i think it just reminds us that that he's doing something cuz mm-hmm. there have been people just showing up that um just have a tremendous amount of talent uh, yeah and it's I, a wonderful thing i sat in church yesterday and um you know i was listening to aaron preach but i looked across the room and i thought you know god i'm just so excited about what you're doing right now and the people you're bringing in and I mean, I mean different subjects for different days, but there's so much activity in our counseling ministry. This that's, that's coming together now and just different things where we're seeing people step up and really it's not that they're stepping up. It's that God's placing them. Mm. And so, you know, when we come to like the, the, the music, so, you know, we pray over it. We look at the scripture that's going to be taught and trust the Lord to lead us in selections. And then Thursday I got sick and couldn't be in rehearsal. So Eric stepped up, Eric mm. Dixon, who's been uh, attending and, and a guest on our platform for us. But he's he stepped up and led. And then Lincoln was sick. And then Saturday I was better and Tim got the flu. Oh, no. And so all of our team <laughs> like shifted and changed. But, and, and even to the point of the time we spent yesterday in mm. prayer, mm. the Lord had led me in our worship planning to put in some time to reflect on the words that we had just gotten through singing. Yeah, You're, I'm fighting a battle that you've already won. And when I fight, I'm going to fight on my knees because the battle belongs to the Lord. And then we're confronted with some dear brothers and sisters, mm. particularly Wayne, as we were looking at his stroke and the things that were going on with him, where it was like, we really just needed to pray. And, you know, so often we default to praying for the illnesses and the those things. And there are times we need to pray for those. We mm-hmm. need to, to, to just intercede for those folks. Well, Gordon Johnson came to me and he said, I know you've got the service all planned and all this kind of thing. <laughs> and I had taken out the prayer time because I wasn't going to be here to direct it. So Gordon comes in, he says, hey, can, can we can we pray? And then I'm in our warm-up time going through, and it's like, well, duh. <laughs> Absolutely. The Holy Spirit put this together knowing what was going to be going on the weekend. And so the service was already built hmm. for us to make those declarations of praising anyway, praise him anytime, and which, by the way, just 
Eric killed that. Oh, I mean, it, sounded, it was it sounded and, fantastic. And David on drums, it was just, uh, it, it really was. Uh, the the band was on yesterday. And, and, and was, quick plug, Eric will be our guest musician for the men's mm-hmm. weekend this yes, weekend as well. Be. So if you enjoyed that, yes. uh, just one more reason for you to sign up. Sorry, shameless plug. Yes. And so, um, so just to see how all of that came together and um, people were engaged. We had some visitors that we had not had before. Mm-hmm. We've got so many people coming through the door. Um, and it's funny because when you watch visitors and they engage with our music the first time, sometimes it's like, okay, this is not what I was expecting or whatever. you know. <laughs> uh, but to see people worship and engage of all ages and all backgrounds, and to just take see that moment when we're going to come together, there is a purpose in what we're singing. There's a purpose in what we're praying, and we just take the time. You know, I I I always want to be sure that we understand that the worship, the music we do, is not a warm up for the word. Hmm. It's declaration of the word yeah. as well. But at the same time, I think what happened in our place yesterday was we were able to focus heart, mind, mm. voice. And when Aaron got up to preach the word, I think it, it just all worked together. Thanks be to God. Yeah, you amen. I, and I think you're so right. And, you know, maybe maybe the way to just close this section up as we move on to talking about the men's weekend, but I, I just want people to recognize, because they may not, that, you know, there is so much intentionality that goes into... Uh, the planning of a Sunday morning, there are, and I'm sure you guys have noticed that there are song, songs that are wonderful songs that we just don't sing. Um, and there are songs that we do sing regularly and we, you know, and, and there's, I'm not part of this. We, I'm not, this is not, <laughs> there, uh, this is not the Royal, I guess it is the Royal. We, uh, Kevin and team put so much thought into, uh, making sure that the things that we sing are real truths from Scripture, that all, every song is packed with uh, biblical truth, and that it works together to to help focus our our hearts and and our minds on the Lord as we sing and as we pray together. And I just thought yesterday was a fantastic uh, example of this. And the, and the other thing that I just wanted to say that I just thought about as you were sharing that was, um, you know. I just appreciate the ability to to be a little bit flexible um, and mm-hmm. and to go with how uh, the Lord is moving and and the Spirit is working and the things that we need to do and and I think people may not appreciate that sometimes that can be a challenge in a church our size like Indeed. it it is we we can't do it like you know a sixty person service where it could just be hey, whatever happens, happens, and, you know, maybe we've prepared a few songs, but maybe that won't work out. Like, that's not, that's it doesn't work when you're running back-to-back uh, services with very little margin in between. We, we have to know uh, a, a good, solid outline for everything that's happening. So I just appreciate the, you know, your wisdom and in, uh, in, in flexing to, to make that prayer time happen because it, uh, it was wonderful, it was sweet, it was necessary, yeah. uh, and I think it contributed uh, mightily to to just all of our worship in that moment. So I'm just constantly looking and marveling at the way the Holy Spirit works mm. and puts all those pieces together. I think that's one of the things over the years that makes that easier is there's nobody's agenda but God's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amen. Well, one thing that I think, and I'm just before we transfer yeah, on, yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of the hidden um, the hidden uh, uh, benefit of, of of the way you've constructed your team is obviously it takes a number of people 
to run your ministry and you have a lot of very capable, very talented individuals um, who step up and serve very sacrificially week in and week out. So shameless plug for Kevin, if anybody here <laughs> is interested, um, even speaking from experience, yeah. I did not start by serving in student ministry. Mm-hmm. I did not start by, you know, launching out and becoming a, a leader for a missions partnership. I started in the band. Yes, Many hallelujah. of you do not remember that. <laughs> I, I remember started, those days. I started underneath Kevin's leadership and he gave me a chance to be able to exercise what little gifts I had um, and grow in those things and grow in confidence. And it was through that, it was an initial stepping stone to get where I am today. So thank you, Kevin, for that. that. But so to anyone, <laughs> even John can serve. That's right. <laughs> Listen, there's behind <laughs> the, the scenes and there's team. on platform. There's room yeah, for everybody. Look, so there's a place for you. Look, if the, if the Lord can cause donkeys to speak, I guess he can make it so I can... Uh, I guess you can make it so I can sing. So. Yeah, yeah, well, you said speak, not sing. So <laughs> yeah. don't hold, you know, don't hold your hope up there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's what a wonderful transition. Men's mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, if you're still listening, not we, calling you men donkeys or anything. Yeah. You know. uh, yeah. If you're still listening, yeah, the last the last little bit of this podcast, I want us to spend um, talking about the men's weekend because it's coming up this weekend. It's our it is our second annual mm-hmm. men's weekend, and uh, and it's exciting. I mean, last year I think we had uh, I think we had eighty three or so. Uh, guys in attendance, we've got almost that many signed up right now, uh, and yet we're still going to hold the signups open because because we believe that there are still men, you know, if you're listening in in each of your lives, whether that's you or some uh, uh, male you know, whether you're your brother or your neighbor or your son, uh, who who need to sign up for this. And so, you know, we were supposed to close registration yesterday. Uh, I think we, we want to leave it open through the end of the day today, just to allow. We know how sometimes you men are. Uh, you wait till the very last minute. You intended to sign up, but you didn't. Uh, you're maybe you're waiting for us to close registration so you could uh, say to your spouse, "Oh man, I was going to sign up, but they closed the registration." Well, too bad uh, <laughs> because we're holding it open for for just another day uh, because we 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 really believe that you're going to be uh, blessed, and mm-hmm. the men in your life are going to yeah. be blessed by this weekend. So. Uh, I don't know who wants to jump in. Talk to me. Talk to me about what, what. First off, let's talk about what the theme is for this weekend. So, as we worked in preparation for this, um, we were originally going to go down a path of warrior. We were going to bring in uh, one of my former students from Alabama that wrote the book that we studied, um, and God just kind of closed that door. And truthfully, it came from Blake, the idea of. We need our men to understand what it is to be holy. Hmm. And so we wrestled with really cool, creative themes and all this stuff. And then we came up with this very, very, you know, be holy. Because that's the command. Yeah. Be holy. (laughs) Very creative. Yeah. Yeah. Very creative. Straight from Scripture, though. Straight from Scripture. It's biblical. uh, From 1 Peter. And right, that's the passage we're going to be spending time with. Um, Because one of the big things for men is it starts with my relationship with the Lord. Hmm. And my relationship with the Lord, I'm not. I can't be holy, yeah, unless I am resting in Him. And it's just like you were saying, faith. It's not my faith. It's the faith that He gives me. Yeah. Holiness is not my holiness. It's me being will- willing to peel back my grip and let go of the things that are keeping me from being holy and presentable and acceptable. And so 
then he can come in and he can cleanse and he can wash and mm-hmm. he can rebuild. And really it goes back to that thing of why would I choose death when I could choose life? You know, and so the idea that if we stand a chance, I mean, we live in difficult days, mm. but we're not the first ones. That's true. And so we live in difficult days. We have a vapor. We have just this this life that we're here to, to live and to serve and to love and to be men of God. So let's let's look at what it means to be holy, mm. to be to stand in relationship where there is nothing between, there's an old hymn, nothing between my soul and my Savior, that there's nothing between, there's nothing that's going to separate, and that I understand just like what the holiness of God is what makes God totally other than me. Hmm. How does he set me apart hmm. to be the husband, to be the the father, to just be the man of God that I'm supposed to be in my home, in my workplace, in my school, in my culture, um, because that's where it starts. And, you know, it's, it's hard to be holy. Yeah. Because the enemy has darts and arrows, and they come right at us. They come through our phones. They come through... Uh, other things that we use to cope and to to get through this life. Uh, sometimes those arrows have a way to make them, they, they come through us and they go right to a spouse mm. or to a uh, to someone where we where we just we're not acting as holy men of God. And that's not our heart. It's not our desire. Um I think that's a super. I think that's a super key point, and I just wanted to jump in for a second, yeah. Kevin, because I, I I do think, you know, for for most men, like we, we want to step up to what it is that God has called us to. We yes. want to. If you're a husband, we want to lead our wives well. If you're a father, we want to lead our kids well. If you you aren't yet a husband or a father, and you're just in the workplace or you're a student, like. There is something natural like in our manhood that causes us to want to, you know, excel at those things and do our very, very best. And yet sometimes we uh, we we run into roadblocks and we don't know how to do those things in a way that is God honoring or we need to be challenged. You know, that's uh, I think one of the wonderful things about a men's weekend is we respond to being challenged to having right. the the gauntlet thrown down and to, to seeing what it is that we're actually called to. And I, I, I think that there are so many people who, um, you know, men who want to live a holy life, but they need somebody to, to show them the way they need to show them what it looks like to, to lead in holiness in all of these areas. It's it's not that we don't want to. It's it's that we don't know how. It's that we don't have anybody to walk it with us, or we perceive that we don't have anybody to walk it with us. And I'm I'm just excited personally for a time where we get to encourage each other and we get to to sh- to share with other men. Like because so much of this time is not just teaching. It, it's fellowship. It's sitting at a table with oh, other yeah. men and it's hearing about what they're going through and it's encouraging each other and it's recognizing that, Hey, we're all going through a lot of the same things and we might all be at different places in this journey, but we have a lot to offer each other, challenge each other, encourage each other towards 
holiness. And I, and I do believe that holiness is something that we receive from God, but it's also something that we grow in together. When all of the men collectively yes. are challenging each other to, to be more holy, we are going to grow in in our holiness collectively because there's now a standard. And yeah. again, that's another thing that men like we want to, we want to rise to a standard. I think part of the problem is we've just set the standard in, in the wrong place yeah. um, for, for a long time and we've accepted it. And so I, I'm, I'm excited about this challenge, Blake. I know that we've got a number of um, I know that we've got a number of uh, guest speakers, but it's going to be people that, uh, that you guys know very, very well. So who, who do you guys have coming to share with us f- for the main sessions? Yeah, absolutely. So um, some of you guys remember uh, my predecessor, Jason Brule, <clears throat> who's over at Shine Community Church. He's going to be one of our speakers this weekend, along with Austin Hilburn and Josh Howard. Um, so we're excited for them to help us work through um, these sessions together and work through the passage um, and understand exactly what it means to be holy as, as the Lord is holy. Um, to kind of give you all a, a taste of exactly what the weekend looks like as well, um, we'll have a relatively tight um, yeah. Friday night. Um, of course, we're going to feed you dinner. Uh, we'll have half chickens and um, some green mm. barbecue sides there, which would be awesome. Uh, so chicken. if you want to come by and... Uh, it's not and, little, those little baby half chickens, right? Oh, no, no. We're not doing the Cornish game hens, yeah, all right? No, we're not like going to... Yeah, full like size a full-sized half, half chicken. Yeah. Um, not Look, a little pygmy. I, I have seen I have seen Blake eat an entire roast history chicken. So yes. um, if you guys come, you could if you guys come to the weekend, you could see me eat three. I promise you, I could take down three full chickens. Okay, make note but, of that, yeah. Kevin Brickhouse. You on said the food order you said guys food. respond to challenges. That's okay, it. that's why we're like I, I triple dog dare you to eat three whole chickens and drink a gallon and of drink a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> What were we talking about? So, uh, so yeah, Friday night, way, we're going to start night, at 6? Yeah, starting off at 6, um, have a great time of just fellowship and eating, um, and then launch off with some worship, and then uh, just a message from the Word, and then some hangout time afterwards, yeah. um, which will send us into Saturday morning. Doors open at 7 a.m. for us to be able to hang out and uh, eat some uh, eat some bacon. Bacon. Uh-huh, bacon, bacon. You said um, earlier before we started recording, eat your weight in bacon. Is that eat like your a, weight in bacon. Is that a legit challenge? That's or? a legit challenge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, cardiac arrest on men's weekend. That'll be the uh, so seven o'clock. Seven o'clock is breakfast. Yeah, seven o'clock is breakfast. Doors open. Um, you can all come and hang out and and uh, and eat. And then we'll start off at eight a.m. with our first session. Um, again, worship, um, a message from the Word, and then we have breakout groups. That's something that's a little bit different this year. Um, but as me and Kevin were going back and forth, we thought it would be really, um, really prudent uh, just to have some time to, as you were saying, uh, get together with some of these smaller groups of men. And challenge one another. Um, and I, I hope we're, we haven't minced words at all. Like that is, is the crown jewel of the weekend and what we want to see happen. Um, we want to see you men engage in relationship, form a community of brothers um, in which you guys can all invest in one other's lives, hold each other accountable, study together, grow together, um, and grow in holiness. Um, so hopefully in those spaces, you'll be able to do so. Uh, we've got a breakout session on being a husband, being a father, um, how, how to embrace holiness in your work and your finances. Um, how to overcome addiction or help counsel other people through overcoming addictions or strongholds in your life, and also um, one in holiness and singleness. Because um, we know we offer, you know, we have a large group uh, of men in various stages of life. Um, so there's so hopefully something there for, for everyone. Uh, I, I love that because, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of times we do spend time, um, you know, promoting and targeting to the husband, the father. Uh, but we recognize that that's that is not all of the men that God has as a part of this body. That right. is not all of the men that uh, God wants to use as part of His kingdom. Um, and so, 
you know, for you guys that you're thinking, well, this, this doesn't really apply to me. I hope what you heard in that breakout session, a list is that we want to think about all of you. We want to, we want to have some time for any man, um, coming into this weekend to be around a group of people that are in a similar place in, in life as you are. Uh, and to be able to grow in your holiness together as you challenge each other, as you form uh, community together. I mean, part of the, the the most special thing, I think, that I th- was thinking back on last year's uh, men's weekend was really the time that we spent at, at the tables. It was Absolutely. the time that we spent yeah. in fellowship. It was the time that we spent getting to know people that somebody had invited or uh, or anything like that, or somebody just we maybe don't get to see on a Sunday morning and getting to pour into them and care for them. Uh, the, the rest of it is, uh, you know, it's great. Mm-hmm. Like this is how we, this is how we teach. This is how we instruct. This is how we encourage. But the real value is in, is in the time that we spend together and in the, right. in the relationships. And so I hope that you heard in that list of breakouts, we, we're thinking about all of you. Um, and, and if you think, Hey, in that list, I didn't hear a breakout that is for me. Come and tell us about it. Now, we, we might not be able to flex for it this year, but we, we want you to participate. Uh, so so come and share with us. Like, hey, I would really love mm-hmm. it if we had a breakout on this. I really feel like it would help us you know, reach other men that maybe don't see themselves in any of that list. Let us know what that is. We, we would love Absolutely. to. We would, we would love, love, love to do that. So we're going to go through those breakouts. And then I think there's one more, one more session, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. One more session where we'll go into a time of worship. Um, kind of summarizing the entire weekend for you all, uh, once again, diving into the word and then just offering up some challenges as we go out from there. Um, but that should, if all goes according to plan, um, get us out there by 12 PM. So you all will still have a large portion of your Saturday left in time with your family. Um, we didn't want to make a huge uh, impact on your time, but also be jealous over spending the time together for that. Yeah. That's one of the goals with this is to try to pack as much in where, Guys have FaceTime with each other. They're getting fed the truth, and then they get to chew on that for a bit uh, in some table discussion because, like you said, that was the biggest takeaway last year was just watching our men engage with one another was awesome. Mm. Yeah, I, I, and I, I really I can't say enough that I, I believe that you will be blessed or the man in your life, if you're a lady and listen to this, uh, sons, mm-hmm. you know, friends, neighbors, brothers, you know, husbands, uh, fathers, uh, they, they will be blessed by coming to this. And so we just want to encourage you to sign up. And then, you know, men, we, we've thought about you. We've put as much as we could into uh, this time frame to just give us time together and to grow uh, together in our faith and then to launch you back out into the weekend. I mean, we've done it like the trunk of your car when you're headed on a family vacation. We have crammed as much stuff as we possibly could, and we have unpacked it and repacked it five different times to make sure that between Saturday night and Sunday, I'm sorry, Friday night. Ooh, I almost misspoke. Y'all be here the wrong time. <clears throat> Friday night uh, at six uh, to eight and with a little hangout time after, and then uh, Saturday morning, seven to noon that we've gotten as much in there as we possibly could, because we value the fact that you're going to spend your time with us and we, we want you to get something out of it and be blessed. And so thank you guys so much for the time and effort. And I know there's thank a lot you. of other people, that we we should thank any uh, any top of the list folks that uh, that we need to thank that have that have helped uh, make this possible. Well, I mean, we've, we've got several folks that we that we that we counsel with quite frequently. Mm-hmm. Kevin Brickhouse, yes. uh, Rob Nye, yes. Nick Lenahan. Um, you know, uh, Brandon Powell is leading our, our Daniel study and gives a lot right. of feedback. Nate Smith has helped write some Nate, of the devotionals. Yes. Um, 
I mean, we could just go down the list yeah. of all the it men. It takes a village. It really it takes, does. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, we could keep going for probably And at the same time, people. you know, the men's ministry is is still maturing. Yeah. It's still new. And so it's still growing into what it might become, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like all of us. Yeah. And so... Um, you know, if there's some place that you see a need or a, a spot that needs to be covered, speak it. Let us know, yeah. and uh, and and let's let's make sure that we are running as lean but as most effective as we possibly can uh, in this season. Yeah. So, I mean, this is it. It's your final push. Sign up today. Sign up somebody else for them. Don't even tell them about it. Just tell them you sign them yeah. up and uh, throw them in the trunk of your car. <laughs> blindfold them Friday night. Bring them right Surprise. up here. Um, Have chicken. And we'll and we'll look forward to seeing you then and know that uh, we, we want to see you grow uh, in your holiness. We want to see you grow in your devotion to our Lord and in the way that you are leading your families. And this has been uh, HBC's M5 podcast. And until next week, don't forget that last M, go and make disciples. Disciples.